drive on the overseas highway for 100 miles, drive on the seven-mile bridge, and um, take the one road through. I mean, obviously, there's roads when you get into the Keys, but, like, there's one road in and out of the Keys. So that's that's our options. Um, so I think I'm going to can it for now and uh, enjoy the drive, and I'll talk us through everything as we get there. So catch you soon. All right, so... We were in Key Largo, and the first thing we wanted to do was stop at the John Pettin Camp Coral Museum. Um, but we're on a mission to get to Key West, and that probably would have been a two-hour commitment. So we decided not to. Um, Key Largo is big. Obviously, the most people live their lives here in Key Largo. We're currently sitting at Lovelock Way. There's an actual sign for it. It's the back garden at the uh, Key Lime Pie Factory called Blonde Giraffe, and that's literally right on the side of the road. So as you're driving to Key West, you're not gonna be able to miss it. And so we got um, Key Lime Pie dipped in chalky, and it's perfect. So, she's nodding her head in agreement. <laughs> so, um, obviously there's more to do in Key Largo. Next, we're gonna go stop and see the um, turtle Rehabilitation Center and the um, the Dolphin Research Center. So um, very much looking forward to that, and I will keep you guys in the loop on that. So uh, yeah, if you come here, there's key lime meringues, rum cakes, cookies, tarts, taffies. Uh, we got some key lime juice, so we are now going to be checking our luggage. Not that I want to spend that money, but hey. You, you can't just come down to Key Largo and not get Key Lime Juice. That's it's kind of mandatory, you know what I mean? And as much money as we've dipped out for this freaking rental situation, I'm, I guess, happy spending whatever at this point in time. So, yeah. Um, about 190 miles worth of gas, so I guess 20 bucks worth of gas one way, but how often are you going to drive to Key West, you know what I mean? So, off we go. All right, so um, we are now driving the Seven Mile Bridge into, I forget, is it Big Pine Key? Uh, I don't know. Either way around, we've been through Isla Mirada. We've been through Marathon. We've been through Fat Deer Key. We've been through a lot of the keys already. What is nice about driving to Key West is it does not feel like a three slash four hour drive. Like, is it, did we leave at nine o'clock in the morning and it's already almost two? Yes. But there's lots of stuff to see and do and stop. Like, there's nice little lunch spots on all the islands. We went to the Blonde Giraffe place and got key lime pie, like I said. Uh, we stopped at the Dolphin uh, Research Center and the Turtle Hospital. And, of course, they were jam-packed and nowhere to park. And on top of that, you had to pay just to get to the friggin' gift center. So if you've never seen a turtle or a dolphin before in your life... Spend the 28 bucks and do it. Um, but as for us, nah. So there's a little deserted looking island and it looks like these people that are able to afford their own little boats are going to check out the island. I mean, why would you not? Like, there, it's just dense enough jungle and a part of it that like you could go back there and like smoke a crack pipe or whatever you do and like not get found out. Looks like somebody's got a, their own little like shed or something on that one, I don't know. There's a trash can on the walking bridge next to us so i'm guessing there's parts of the old one lane bridge that you can still walk yep because it looks like somebody's down here fishing 
because that's exactly what you want to do when you go to the Keys is, you know, sit there and be bored with the fishing pool all day long. Not knocking people to fish or anything, but like, seriously, must be nice to have a very empty noggin because I couldn't do that. The water is very clear. That's because there's a lot of zooplankton and algae that basically act as a little Brilla, fitter, Brilla filter in nature. So we're still on the seven mile bridge, but now we're in Little Duck Key. It's a very small, unassuming key, and there's not much to do here. I mean, there's a concession stand over to our left, and a little parking lot, and it looks like people are putting their feetsies in the water and stuff like that, but there's nowhere to park, obviously, because, like, well, what? There's nowhere to park. Did you see that? It was, it was a nut house. I mean, our best bet would be to try and park, like, there and walk, but we will have plenty of opportunities when we get to the next key. It's fine. Don't worry, babe. So, Olivia likes the ocean. I, I'm i going to be a godless heathen and say that. I never really cared for the ocean. Just, I mean, like, too many people. I don't like people that much, which is funny because I live in a big city. And, you know, that kind of stuff. I'm more a fan of the mountains. But after all, this is her birthday trip, not mine. So, I'll shut up and stop being a negative Nancy about the ocean. Uh, it's just, yeah, anywhere that you want to go to put your feet in the water is going to be busy. We went to Cocos Plum Beach. And it was in like a little private resort area. And of course it was already full of parking. And people were staring at us being like, eh, what's this person doing? So, um, that was short-lived, I guess. Lots of boats, lots of trailer homes. I think this is an actual trailer park we're coming up to. Yeah, it is. So, if you come down here and rent a trailer, I mean, you're far enough away from the madness of the world the nearest Publix is only about a 20-minute drive either direction, so it works out. There's a Valero over here, so there's, you know, a gas station. Is this, no, this isn't Valero. This is Chevron. I haven't seen a Chevron in years. You know, there's, there's a bus stop here, so there's just enough going on down here that you'd be able to keep yourself entertained. But, yeah, if you want to park anywhere to do anything between Isla Mirada and probably the Key Deer Refuge that we're going to now... You're going to be SOL. There's not going to be a whole lot for you in that regards. But what can you say? What can you do? So there's Bahia Honda State Park, which we were going to stop at, but it's like eight bucks for parking. It's a beautiful state park. And like the entirety of this island is the beach. And as you see, look at the GPS, babe. It's beautiful. It's like a little atoll in the middle of everything. But, yeah, if you want to stop and do anything, like, I I don't think you can sneak away with it either, which, you know, obviously I would try to. But, like, I think there's actually people that will collect your money as you enter the parking area. So, I mean, <clears throat> there's just nothing you can really do about that. If you have time to kill and you want to stop on the beach, I've been told it's a very lovely beach. And, you know, some people spend time on that very lovely beach. The water is crystal clear because of the plankton and the algae and stuff. But we have more important fish to fry. We're still about 40 miles away from Key West. And, you know, it'd be nice to get there sometime before 3 o'clock. And that's probably not going to happen if we're going to stop and look at Key Deer. So what's awesome about the Keys is obviously anywhere in the Keys, firearms are banned, prohibited. Stop trying to be that. My guns, my freedoms. Just, just stop. You're, you're, you're being an idiot, basically. Um, so... Because there's no weapons down here, the deer are basically a protected species and they have no fear of humans. They will come right up to your car. 
just like fallow deer over in parts of Europe do and Sitka deer up in certain parts of Wyoming and Montana will. They literally just come straight up to you and say hi. And, you know, if you have like you know, little leafy greens or lettuce or whatever, they'll eat right out of your hand. So I don't know if the refuge has lettuce heads that you could buy or whatever, but yeah. Oh, and it looks like, is that parking or is that a line to get into parking? I think that's a line to get into the parking. So actually, yeah, that's exactly what that is. People are in line to go park. So screw that. There's a fence there and people are waiting to park to go to the beach. So yeah, don't let my negative Nancy attitude deter you. Like it's beautiful all around down here. There's lots of stuff to do, lots of ways to spend your money, obviously. Uh, if nothing else, just to drive Highway 1 and walk around Key West a couple hours and see Mallory Square, which is what we're going to do. There's another seven-mile bridge that's broken because it's old and some people like to make it broken uh, over to our left. And, of course, you'll see lots of rich people and uh, crusty old white people with their private yachts and stuff cruising around down here. That's just part of life. You know, you got to have some kind of money to be able to live down here, especially to park a boat. And a lot of these people, it's probably not their only house either. So it must be nice, I guess, paying mortgage on somewhere you're only at two months out of the year or whatever, because um, it gets very hot very quickly. But um, yeah, if you have the time and the money and you're not afraid to spend a pretty penny, then yeah, go to the beach, spend some time. Um, I have seen discount hotels, and by that I mean it's still 100 bucks a night, but considering Key West is typically 250 for the cheapest thing I saw on Airbnb, like... What are your options, you know? What are your options? So, we're still on the Seven Mile Bridge. We're going to the Spanish Harbor Channel to see that, take pretty pictures. We have been surrounded by ocean for the past hour and a half as we've driven, which is always nice. I know it's hypocritical of me, considering I just said earlier that I don't really care for the ocean, but you know what? Screw off. It's, it's pretty. Just to see clear blue sea, like that doesn't exist up in Pennsylvania because everyone dump, dumps all their toxic waste in the Chesapeake, so it's, it's just not going to happen up north. Um, and, yeah, just to drive through the Keys. This is my first time driving through the Keys. Um, this is my third time being in the Keys. It's, it's, it's nice. Either way around, it's nice to not be in Pennsylvania where I'm freezing my tuchus off. And, um, oh, it looks like there was free parking over there. So that's cool. Not with that attitude. <laughs> I mean, really, you could jump into the ocean wherever you damn well please. It's just how easily are you getting back up from the ocean? Like right there. I mean, you'd be sticking your feet in the mud as well. But, you know, beggars can't be choosers, right? Especially when you're broke in the keys. But uh, anyhow, we're going to go derp around and hopefully pet some deer. I'm going to try and find one and name it Thor's and take it home with me. I don't think Olivia is going to allow me to take it with us, but, you know, it'd be cool to have a baby deer. I don't think it'd clear customs either. I could say it's my emotional support animal. Go through that pro. I think it's like a two-week process, so maybe I won't register a deer as my emotional support animal. Not yet. But one day I will have an emotional support goat. It's going to happen. Fight me on that. Anyhow, I'm going to go enjoy some deer. And I will catch yins when we get to Key West. All right, party people. So we are here in Key West now. We are going to see Ernest Hemingway's house that he lived in in the 30s. The house that I believe he took his own life in. 
if I'm not mistaken, we are going to see the southernmost point of the United States because that's obviously a rite of passage. The skies are in good condition, so we should be able to see Cuba. Um, and if we get really lucky, we might see part of the Bahamas from there as well. Um, so yeah, obviously it's a rite of passage. Um, we just got done at the beach. It was really nice because the only company we really had besides a few humans was a lot of roosters. So the national animal of Key West, as people joke, is the rooster. So um, we made friends with a lot of roosters. I, have, I actually helped a couple cross the road. That's a really bad place to store your keys on a fucking palm tree, but whatever. Um, so now we're walking around because Key West functions like a big or a small major city, if that makes sense. Like, um, oh, that chicken literally just turned the corner and is now going to try and cross the road to get to the other side. I wish we lived in a world where we didn't question chickens' motives and they could just live freely. So I think we're gonna go left here. Um, lots of rental bikes, lots of rental mopeds, um, and just lots of people everywhere taking too many pictures and not knowing what they're doing. So just trying to find a spot to park. I probably almost caused like five accidents. And that's just how it goes down here. But along Duval Street and Princess Street, there's free parking. So we parked right outside this like Catholic school or something. So that was pretty convenient, I guess. Lots of places to spend your money down here, which I guess I'll have to do here shortly because I owe people postcards. And um, yeah, so we're going to see Ernest Hemingway, southernmost point, the above ground graves, which is wild to think about. Like it's so, below the watershed down here that you have to be buried above ground. So we're gonna see that after sunset. Gonna grab some portable food and then head to Mallory Square where you can watch the sunset devolve into the ocean. So um, yeah, without further ado, we're going to go walk around, uh, try not to cause any accidents or kick any chickens by accident and just enjoy our time. It's probably like 80 degrees down here in February, but you know, you also have Bay Breeze, so uh, you get used to the Bay Breeze after a little while and then you just kind of do your own thing. But anyhow, I'm gonna shut up now and enjoy Key West. All right, friends, so we are on our way back from Key West. It is obviously a very different drive in the dark. It honestly feels like you're driving on a road to nowhere in the dark because it's mostly poorly lit. The water table is low, like I said earlier. Oh, damn it. Speaking of water table being low, we never stopped and saw the above ground graves in the freaking graveyard. Oops. Whoops. Yeah, so I mean, if you got time and you want to be ominous and you're somebody that, like, finds graveyards fascinating, you should definitely do that. Um, it is pretty cool. Like, I've seen them, like, once or twice before, and it's pretty cool. Um... Key West, like I said, functions like a little big city, so there's nowhere to use public restrooms except for, like, Mallory Square itself. Um, otherwise, you're going to have to go into a bar and either be super awkward or shimmy past everyone and hope you don't get noticed and um, tell them you'll be right back to order your drink and then leave awkwardly or whatever. Um, but you get to watch the sun dissolve into Mallory Square. I was being polite, and I, like, found a spot by the pier but it was in front of somebody and I like stood to the side before asking both of them like if I stand like here-ish can you still see and then the husband got all snooty and was like I don't know is my wife taller than you or not and I'm like oh I'm thinking to myself all right jackass like you don't have to be like that I'm literally being nice I could just stand in front of you and not ask so um some people are just rude and inconsiderate 
Hopefully they found a nice five o'clock somewhere and had a little something something to themselves. Because after the sun sets into the ocean in Mallory Square, you then have um, all the time in the world to go get plastered. Just be careful because there's lots of cops out in Key West always. Especially around Duval Street because that's where everything happens. There's so many bars and dive bars and sweatshops and pawn shops and whatever there. Um, so yeah, Key West is its own weird little microcosm. But maybe I'm also jaded, guys, because like I've been down to Florida three or four times now. I've been to Universal Studios twice. I've been to Orlando three times. I've been to Key West three times. I've been to Miami twice. So, like, I don't know, a lot of things just kind of... I've, I've outgrown them, I guess you could say, because I've done them enough. But it is super cool to, like, take somebody else on their first sort of experience of wherever we're at. <clears throat> so, I'm going to briefly hand it over to you. What was your first time like in Key West, babe? Uh, it was cool. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's it? Just, it was cool? It was cool. That's it. She's a talkative one, folks. But it's okay. She keeps me sane because I do all the rambling for two people, as you've probably figured out by now, considering there's episodes of this podcast that have been like 35 minutes long. Whoops. But yeah, no, like if you have money to spend, I would recommend going to Dry Tortugas. You can catch a yacht or a seaplane from Key West. If you have money to spend, by all means, stay a night in Key West. Go get go get pissed at the bar, go have a good time, you know, make, make a thing out of it. Cause otherwise you're going to be doing what I'm doing. Like we stopped along the way. So it took us about four and a half, five hours to get down. And then, um, obviously, uh, you know, it's going to take about three hours to get back to Miami as well. But tomorrow we are doing something that I've never done either. It's going to be my first time going to the Everglades National Park. And obviously, it's like a rite of passage for a good many people that you go to the Everglades and try not to get eaten by alligators. But yeah, um, I, I would say we've seen a fair amount of wildlife up close already, like lots of fish, pelicans, unfortunately, um, being there. Um, it's cool the first time you feed a pelican. And every time after that, it's annoying as all get out. But I did drop a fish on the pier by accident and watch them, like, scramble and fight over it, which was unfortunately very funny. Um, got to see a manatee. Like, if I would have not feared my hand getting bit by a pelican, I probably would have tried to pet the manatee through one of the feeding holes. Uh, there's the tarpons there, which are giant sturgeon-type fish. Um, yeah, there's, there's lots of cool things to do in the Keys. So, like... If you have the money to spend, I mean, I'd honestly probably budget upwards of a thousand bucks for like a two or three day trip in the Keys. But like you could make an entire day out of taking a seaplane around Key Largo, taking a seaplane or a yacht trip to and from Dry Tortugas, spending time in Key West, learning about like going on the ghost tours at Duval Street because apparently Key West is haunted or something like that. Like, going to where they process all the meringues down here and all the key lime meringues. Like, you could make a three-day trip just being in the Keys and spending, like, all day every day doing something and spend, like, an easy $1,000 doing that. Um, or do what we did 
buy your lunch at the deli section of Publix <laughs> and have a snack at Burger King and then eat at some you know, random cheap enough uh, vegan cafe on the side of the road. Hey, we're passing the Dolphin Center again. Cool. I wish the parking lot looked like that when we were here earlier. Just kidding. That's because it's obviously friggin' closed, you morons. But yeah, um... So yeah, I, I don't really know what else to say about the keys. You know, it's just something you got to experience for yourself. You go down to the uh, southernmost point of the U.S. And then sometime this summer, I'll be taking a trip to the uh, easternmost point. And then if I ever find myself nearest to Minnesota, I'd like to see the northernmost part of the U.S. But like, you have to specifically plan for that. And it's like out of the way from everything that's kind of interesting about the United States and the surrounding area in general. And then, um, have I been to the westmost point of the continental U.S.? I don't think I have. But that's definitely on the list, too, obviously. I think that's out near, um, um, the Big Sur. I think it's part of the Big Sur out in California on the coastline there. But anyhow, that's enough for one day. Um, I need to try and get my voice back eventually so at some point I need to shut up like right now so I'll catch you all tomorrow when I take us to the Everglades and to this I add some beautiful silence